Welcome to Rooting for Love with Ty and Jasmine, the dope podcast by couplepreneurs Ty and Jasmine. These two, juggling parenthood and hustling in life and business, bring you discussions on love with a blend of playful vibes and grown-up wisdom. Check it out as we dig into the layers of modern romance, vibing with some cool guests sharing diverse perspectives. Whether you're all about love, searching for insight, or just looking for a spot to drop your stories and get advice, join this dynamic duo for a ride through the highs and lows of love, full of laughs and real talk. All right, all right. Uh, (laughs) We're back, we're back for the second episode. So uh, this is the Rooting for Love podcast with Ty and Jazz, and uh, we're happy to be back. Um, real quick, Jazz, what, what, how'd you feel about the first episode? Have fun? Yeah. I had yeah. fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Hopefully, um, those of you that listened to the first episode got some value from it, enjoyed it, had some fun with this as well. So tonight, we're going to jump into our story again. We realized we only gave you a little portion. You only got a snippet. You only got a snippet. We got a long story. And we have a super long <laughs> story. And there's just more we want to share. That could lead in other conversations, but um, you want to start? You want to start this one off? Uh, Just kind of getting right into it. I'm gonna let you start again. I'm gonna start again. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna let you start again. All right. So the last. Where did where did we leave off? All right. So the, so so we, so, left, so we left. We left off. I think both of us left off talking about uh, like pretty much the our like initial dating phase, right? So mm. from where we were to That's how we right. met. So we didn't get into. Any stories, like any actual like dating stories like or COVID and stuff like yeah, that. things like that. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot. Okay. Okay. So, okay. all right. So since I'm starting off, so I'll give a quick recap for for, for those listening in, uh, new oh, listeners. No, I'm, I'm gonna make it quick. Make it quick. <laughs> okay. So real quick, uh, um, I was married, had a daughter in my previous marriage, got divorced. I don't even think I mentioned that in the last episode. Got divorced. Uh, yeah, did. I did. Okay. Yeah. And then 2019, I met Jazz uh, through Facebook, talked for about a month, met the second month, and we were inseparable ever since, right? And the chemistry was strong. Uh, She had the type of mindset I was looking for. She just kind of checked off all the boxes. She was very upfront with me about things, likewise, as I was with her. And we just hit it off. So that's kind of what you missed if you didn't hear the first episode. Go back and listen to it if you want to hear the details. With that being said, so... Um, yeah, so like I told y'all last time, she came out to the lounge. We had a great time. I'm, I mean, we're kissing and sucking face in public. I don't care at all whatsoever. Brothers there, sisters there, cousins and all of that. So after that, right, so literally like the next day. So when, when I had to step out, my sister and my cousin invited her to a family cookout, which was the next day. So literally the second day, our second day meeting in person, she meets my mom. Now, I was shocked because I didn't even think she was going to show up. She got invited, said she would come. But people say they come to things, and they don't, so I didn't believe it. We just met. And I usually am the type of person to not come. Yeah, I mean, and listen, she, <laughs> not only, not only, not only did she come, she came with a fruit tray yeah, cause, from Publix. Because I know better. Yeah, it was some, some good fruit, right? So she, she met my mom, my mm-hmm. sister, my cousin, my nephew, you know, family. And, um, and then from there, like I said, so the next day, I think we actually, so, so actually that day we were at my sister's house and we like kind of went off and did our own thing. And we ended up at this lounge, this hookah lounge. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The pizza bar, yeah. you know, ended okay. up there, uh, and just, just had a good, just talking some more, you know, had, had a good time, 
like chemistry. I think we probably left for about a good three or four hours. Yeah. Maybe longer than we were gone. Yeah, because everybody was like, where'd you go? Yeah. We were like, oh, we were gone. Yep, yep. And then um, from there, like I said, went out again, went out again. So like, so this, this, uh, our, our dating was pretty much the the last half of the year. We pretty much literally like met in the middle of the summer and we started dating throughout the course of the year. Mm -hmm. So just, so. And then you stood me up on New Year's. I did, but you you jumped way. You just, oh, sorry. Just that, oh, that, you okay. still look, okay? Because you just went straight. I, I mean, we, we still in July right no, now. No, we're not. So, so, so July goes by. We had a great time. So mm-hmm. in August, right? So not even, oh, and not even a full month later, uh, I had a chance to meet her family because she invited me oh, to the yeah. family reunion. <laughs> she invited ahead. me to her family reunion. Yeah. I didn't know. And, and, and listen, her family, when they do it, it's like all out. It's a yeah, thing. You came to the gala night. Yeah, I came night. on the gala. I had to dress up. You know, I was there for the whole week, and it was at a nice hotel. Mm-hmm. So I had a chance. So pretty much within 30 days of meeting her, I met her mom, her dad, brothers, sisters, mm-hmm. cousins, you know. Yeah. And um, and as, as you listen to this podcast and as we get more into our story and things like that, you'll hear more about the family dynamics. But yeah, like it yeah. was like it, but it was it was great. <laughs> had a good time. Everybody was, you know, I was getting looked at like, okay, who is this dude? No, they were hitting on you. Oh my god. But they were they were they were wondering who I was. Yeah, they were hitting um, on you. And then like I remember when I went to the cookout, your auntie was like trying to steal my purse. <laughs> really? Yeah, because she kept, she was like, oh, you cute. And she's like, what the, where this purse from? <laughs> like, oh, no. I think that was Ari. Yeah, yeah. And, um, <laughs> all right. And so, so that was, that was like July. So August, so we, I met her family. Yeah. Um, had to, uh, you know, sit down and, and, and kind of, kind of get grilled by the family initially. You barely just, got grilled. Just to see where I stand. And then, uh, and then her and I actually went to this, this, uh, this gala a few weeks later mm. i'm not gonna get into details of right that, because but, <laughs> but, i don't know legally yeah we're gonna... <laughs> but, the, but the gala but it was a nice gala it, it was, was a nice gala. nice gala we had matching outfits it, it was a good purpose yeah when we went. It, it, keep in mind <laughs> this is all within 45 days right so then we get through august september you know we're going on some dates mm-hmm. um there were some epic dates that we had that i'll probably touch on later but i just want to kind of get through the story so we we, we dated and um coming into the end of the year yes. uh we got him well first off like she said i, I technically stood, i did not stand her up okay so first new year's. And new year's i did like not a big deal i did not me. so yeah like i was like trying to spend new year's with him yeah. he had his whole family here yeah and i was like oh you just gonna leave me out yeah. i ended up spending new year's alone yeah she did my she was with her family but she wasn't she wanted no. to hang out with me no i was not i was alone I was alone. It was just me and Lola. Yeah, and see, and see, me. I was, I wasn't at that point yet. So, like, one, I was not feeling well. Okay, looking back, I wouldn't be surprised if I had COVID had New Year's COVID. Eve. Because yeah. listen, I went from being like me that to, <laughs> like, and here's here's the thing though. In all honesty, my family was here, and I wasn't even partaking in activities. I wasn't because I didn't. One, I wasn't feeling well. And I'm not talking about like, oh, my stomach hurt. Like I, I wasn't feeling good at all. And I did not know why. And I didn't want to be around my family here and giving them something. I don't even know why. So I, I literally, like, I just I stayed in the room. My cousin was over here. My sister was here. My grandpa. Like they were all down here having a good time. And I was and in I my room. having a good time with them. <laughs> and I, didn't, I just didn't want her around me in that state, you know. And um, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. So... And I, I, I mean, she, and she expressed, you know, that, uh, 
that you know she 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 knew how to you know take care of herself and things of that nature. But and I was holidays just, I are was, a big deal for me. Like holidays yeah. and my birthday, it's like yeah. a big deal. And I, I mean, I didn't, not I'm, all holidays, but like New Year's is a big deal. Halloween is a big deal. My birthday is like a national holiday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah. So I, so that so New Year's Eve did not happen for us that that first within the first six months. Yeah. And then we got invited to a cruise with my uh with my cousin who was staying with me at the time. Oh lord. Went to the Bahamas, <laughs> right? Red flag here. That was <laughs> right. And uh so so with that we, we, we appreciate the invite. Like it was one of those situations where uh it just it was a bad experience. It was a cheap and not, cruise. And it, and it it wasn't their fault because they don't have control over how the captain drives the ship. Um, we were in the bottom, like we, bottom of yeah. the ship, like that, yeah. and that was my first cruise. We was at the bottom, yeah. We was at the bottom of the boat. Uh, it was they, they, somebody had booked a room. They canceled. They offered us the room. We just took it, or I took it, not exactly knowing. Uh, just they had you know some cruise four day trip down to the Bahamas. We can get away. Why not? Jazz, you want to come? She's like, yeah, let's go. We went, and the literal when I tell you this dude was speaking through the water, like. Like the whole boat was rocking, and not just on the bottom, because obviously if you're on the bottom, you feel everything. But yeah. even on the top, people were at the top swaying. It, it, yeah, so um, so we I had that, sick. and then immediately I got sick. And then yeah, and then so fat. We made it through the cruise. Fast forward into uh, Janu- January. Um, I think by this time, Jazz was in her own spot. She had her own place. So like I was mm. literally I was getting off of work, going to her place, you know, we was hanging out and uh which was a little closer. It was Yeah, it was closer. It wasn't yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as far. Yeah, it wasn't as far. And um like twenty. So so that was that was different for me, like getting off and usually going home and being home than like going to her place, chilling with her, spending the night over there, then driving to work for you. Oh my god. Listen, and let me tell y'all something. The fact that she cooked I used to cook like like and I don't do that. Like, I mean, obviously, you know. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I'm your wife now. Like, she she can cook, but she does not cook. I do. I mean, every now and then, I'm like, I'll pop up and surprise people and cook something. But like, yeah. for the most part, I do not cook. Yeah. And I was cooking for you, like, pretty much every day. Almost no, every time. Almost. Day. Almost. Because I did order some good food. Yo, that time. brisket. Whew. I still want to know the name of that oh, restaurant. Yeah. That, oh, my God. that brisket oh, my God. was the bomb. And y'all, I was living in, it was like, such a cute house. But it was infested. I don't think it was infested. Yes, it was. I I, I didn't even know. That was, oh my God, me and Bugs, like, no. And I even got the house sprayed. And these things were still, and they're, so Georgia down south is, oh, I gave government. Dang. Now y'all know where we live. (laughs) (laughs) The south of south. If you don't know, there are these. Flying like cockroach. Uh, was it a cockroach? I don't even yeah, know. It, like, yeah, it's what a, like it's the species it is, but it's like the exactly. size of my hand. It's the outside. It's the ones that be outside. It's the size of my hand. It wasn't that. Big. It was. No, it's it not. was. And these things were running, and they're so fast. They are fast. They're so fast. They are fast. Like you got to be quick. I I couldn't put anything on the floor in that house. Step on them, they splat. They crunch. I, I was just scared to like go anywhere and see one of these bad boys running around. The people like came out and sprayed the house and uh, and it's a rental. So like it wasn't me being dirty. I literally had nothing in that house because I was scared these things were going to get into them. Yeah. Remember like I even like yeah. I had a suitcase on the table. That's how like. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. 
I was like, until I don't see any more of these things. Yeah, it was not, the area though, because just because all the, the trees and the dead folks, like all that, it was just the, the right yeah. environment for them to be outside. And I, I felt like getting in. it was an older house too. It was a nice house. It was a house. cute house. Like I really liked it, but it house. was just too much uh, going on. Yeah, and then and, so and so, real, I just want to tell you all about like one of my one of my favorite dates, real quick, because we so we got through that the first part of the year, the cruise, our spot, and then. Uh, right, literally the weekend before COVID was declared a pandemic, I took her on a date to this this restaurant. Oh, Yo, was so this was like nice. one of the, the best dates we had during our dating phase. Like, yeah. I'm talking about the restaurant was like this. It had it was like the, a tucked away hideout kind of place. It was bougie, and I loved it. Yeah, I'm talking about. Yo, we went in there. We had Rockefeller oysters. Oh. For appetizer, we had our entrees. And, and see, with them, the, at this particular restaurant, they uh, changed the menu, so it's not the same every night. Uh, but they're known for their selection of bourbon and whiskey. So we had a chance. To, like, when we first got in, we sat at the bar. We had a couple of drinks. Mm -hmm. uh, while we waited for our table, we got seated. Uh, customer service was awesome. The food was great. And we just we just had a good time, like, just talking, having a conversation. Cute. Yeah, getting to know each other more. <laughs> and um, it was just another experience that we shared that was, that was awesome. That was so nice. And so then, dun, 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 literally the next weekend, March eighteenth, twenty twenty, COVID was declared a pandemic. Yeah. Shut now here in Georgia, giving the government away. Depending on where you might be, as you may already know, we really never shut down. Not not fully. Not like some states did. You worked fully through COVID. Yeah. So it was like, um, but for us, in all honesty, I believe COVID is actually what. Brought us helped us accelerate our our growth in the relationship or our, our, our um, getting to know each other better, the connection that we had, the chemistry that we had. I think COVID really assisted that because it, I mean, it put us in a situation where we went from like literally hanging out every, every like, like most dating, right? You live somewhere, she lives somewhere. And when you all get together, it's always a thing. And I think just kind of on the side note, like that's something that uh, that can mess up a lot of relationships when that's not kept in mind. You know, you, when you're dating a person and you live in two places, any almost any and every time you get together, it's, it's something. It's a thing. You're going somewhere, you're doing something, going somewhere, doing something. If they stay for the weekend, you're going somewhere, doing something, and they leave. Right. So there's that time in between the miss. And when you get together, you're doing something. We, when COVID hit us, we did nothing. <laughs> there's, there's nothing. So you yeah. go from like little her and I with me. She's like, hey. What are you doing on this day? Look, meet me here. So I get off work. I meet her there. We hang out, have a good time, have a good night. And then we go our separate ways until the next time. COVID, it was like, can't go anywhere. This business is closed, yeah. closed, closed. So now, you know, she was staying. She had, I had invited her to move in if she wanted yes. to. Yes. Oh, that, okay. So that part was a blessing in disguise that I ended up, you know, so the, the house I was living, oh Lord, this is like, another episode no the house I was living in was owned by um somebody else and I was also working for that person so when COVID hit um the business kind of their business kind of halted because you had to, I had to it was a business where I had to go into it was a startup yeah it was yeah. a startup so um the business halted and then uh I'm like okay well the business halted and I'm not getting paid then how am I supposed to pay you rent <laughs> as well? Mm -hmm. And he was uh, trying to tell me, you know, that I was welcome to stay, but I just didn't feel comfortable um, staying somewhere where um, I wasn't making income. And I was like, how is this going to work? Mm -hmm. You know, whatever. And 
you know, it's me and baby girl. I'm like, I'm not, I just didn't feel secure enough. And then you just swept in and saved the day. And um, I got to escape the roaches. I was very happy about that. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It was bad, y'all. It was bad. They were big. They were huge. And you know how I am with bugs. Mm-hmm. I've called him home from work. Like, he had to leave work to come kill a big spider for me. I killed it. He did. He yes. came home. He came home. He took a break. Came home. Killed the spider. Went back to work. Yeah, I murked it. It stood no chance. Like, I don't play. I don't play with bugs. I don't play with bugs. I had some words for it too, but yeah, it was like, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, so there were, there were two things that, um, that we did during COVID to, from my perspective that I feel like really helped solidify what we saw in each other and the fa- and what we believed in each other and what we thought our relationship could turn into. We gained weight. So, <laughs> yo, listen, so, so one was, um, well, it was it was so there was this card game that Jazz bought. Oh yes. Right. So so this card game has it's a series of questions that you ask your partner to to get like a deeper understanding of this person, and also it brings about conversations that you wouldn't normally have in like just in like regular dating. You know what I mean? Like the typical questions and stuff. You know, what's your favorite color? What do you like to eat? Like that kind. Now this this stuff was like questions like um you know what's something from your childhood that's impacting our relationship today yeah you know like that and game yeah uh, that 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 game was legit like i i remember they were like going hard on their um ads for the game uh, especially around covid yeah i was that's when i was like we gotta buy this but um that yeah, that game like that, changed, game that was, changed our life. That game, that, changed that, our yeah, life. that game, and their marketing is up to par because their marketing was the truth. Like what you saw in their marketing is really what happens when you yeah, play that game. That game Legit. was the truth, and, and the key is, and and I think the reason why the game was beneficial for us is because even before the game, the the one thing that her and I were aligned on when it came to communication was like being honest. So like, cause part of the benefit of playing the game, if you play it right, is you have to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Like, cause it, it does you no good to read a question off and you give your partner some bogus answer, some roundabout. Like, cause now you don't really get to address anything that needs to be addressed or discuss anything that, that really needs to be discussed or whatever it may be. Or maybe you share something that you've never shared, cause in normal circumstances you don't think to share it. Yeah. Right. So now you get opportunity to let your partner know that man, this question actually had me thinking, and I realized that. Sometimes when I behave this way or respond this way or I do this thing, it's because of this. Mm-hmm. And now your partner's like, okay, well, that's good to know. Yeah. I didn't know. And that's something like whatever that thing might be probably would not have come up just just sitting at the house watching TV or asking well, yeah, how was your day at work. Thing. You yeah. know what I mean? We, like, we, we were fortunate to get so deep mm-hmm. early on. The pandemic like, made us slow down. Yeah, because... You know, we were playing the card game like, oh, okay, this is gonna be a cute little game, and it got deep. Yeah. And we just like jumped into it. We we're like, yeah. okay, we're gonna do this. Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, we didn't really know each other that well, but by the end of that card game, like, everything was on the table. On the table, table. Everything had been flipped, burnt, and all, all, <laughs> all that. that. Like everything. Like, we knew everything, and there was nothing. That I mean, that's what got us through COVID. Like we literally played the game almost every day mm-hmm. every day and we played it more than once so once we went through the whole deck went through it again mm-hmm. and what we learned is because you know things change so like let's say if you're early in your dating and you play this game 
the the answer to the question might be one thing. Mm-hmm. Play it again two, three months later. Your answer might be different. Things may have changed in a relationship in that time frame, you know, uh, because no, hopefully, if you know, nobody stays the same and there's some type of growth, yeah. uh, you know, life challenges brings things on. So, you know, you have moments where you have your ups and your downs, as they say. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so so what we found out, just to kind of sum it up, unfortunately for many couples in America, COVID exposed them. <laughs> right because i don't know if you all remember but the divorce rate spiked in the u.s at least during covid mm-hmm. because think about it when you're with somebody in a relationship like i said when you're dating right he lives somewhere she lives somewhere when you get together you're meeting somewhere you're doing something oh that's great mm-hmm. then when you move in together he works she works so you're really only together maybe three to four hours out of the day right in the evening both home from work, he showers, she showers, you eat, talk over dinner, hug, kiss, Maybe. might do something in the bedroom, yeah. and you go to sleep. Yeah. Right? Watch so really Netflix. if you spend if you spend any extended amount of time, it's probably on the weekends. Yeah. COVID made you stay with this person all day. All day. So all now you working in the room, he's working in the room, the kids at the house doing virtual schooling, mm-hmm. and you start to realize, yo, it's something about this guy I don't like. Mm-hmm. Something about her I don't like habits tended whatever it may be because like i'm not used to being around you this much mm-hmm. and certain things i could probably ignore because i wasn't around you this much yeah. but now mm-hmm. so yeah for us it was the opposite it was like i haven't been around you this much mm-hmm. and the benefit for us was because because we couldn't like stay on a move and go here and there and and because we played this game and because we just value communication in this slow period instead of us just being like okay we're bored we just took advantage of it and we just took time to learn more about each other deeper conversations asking questions you wouldn't normally ask we just ask Mm -hmm. you know so uh i think i'm gonna pause there on my side because that now we're at so at this point uh and the story we've we've kind of dated, had some good times, yeah. moved in together. We, now we're in COVID. Now we're in COVID. Yeah. So. Right. So yeah, COVID. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh. You got you got to just give a quick recap for the listeners on your end about just oh how I we, mean, we got you to, pretty much I summed it, it up. Okay, yeah, so, okay. Like we dated and. Well, well, she came from we, California. Yeah, but they knew that. Like, well, I mean, they awesome, missed the first awesome, episode. So. Okay, but we'll yeah. go back and listen to but, it. But. Um, yeah, like you said, like, it was exciting. Um, it was nice to, like, get dressed up and go meet in in certain places and explore areas. Um, we always had this, like, magnetic energy. And, like, any place that we would go, whether it be, like, a dive bar. So, like, I'm a fan (laughs) of, okay, so I am obsessed, maybe, not even a fan of karaoke. So we went to, like, a lot of dive bars and, and holes in the walls and stuff. And I, I just uh, appreciated how you matched my energy with a lot of it because, you know, some of the crowds were questionable, but I love them all. <laughs> and um, he just, like, dove right in and, like, matched me. And we just, yeah, it was just, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Like, mm-hmm. anywhere we go, we will have fun. Mm-hmm. I don't care who, what the crowd is. When we are together, we... Um, we have fun. We do. <laughs> I, can't, I don't we even do. know how else to put it. Like, we don't let, we don't care what kind of crowd it is, honestly. We mm-hmm. can have fun in any type of crowd. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I like. Like, you, you really match my energy with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, and then COVID hit, and you know, I was stressed out because I was like, okay, this, this guy said his business is on pause, and that means my money is on pause, and I got this little baby here. Like, what am I gonna do? Um, but yeah, then you know, Ty swept, 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 swept me off my feet and was like, nope, you'll come stay here and we'll figure it out as we go and that's exactly what we did like we we jumped into it not knowing what but we knew that we just got along so well yeah like even if it wasn't like i i think that's the thing even though like we we didn't know really about the marriage part or how that was going to play out with Mm -hmm. me and you we knew that like we have like already like such a great friendship. Yeah. Since. Yeah. Nah. For real. Yeah. So like, I mean, we knew like it was more than the friendship, obviously, but we just got along, and yeah. and like there was no like drama. Everything was just so laid back with us. Um, yeah, it was easy. Like it, it, it was. That, really yeah. Easy. Like like that. That was probably one of the the biggest things that I even struggled with. Yeah, in my mind, a lot with in my mind, because I'm like, man, yo, listen, listen, I'm telling you all, like, for almost, I'll say, honestly, almost the first year that we was together, mm-hmm. I was still waiting on the red flag. Yeah. Because in my head, I'm like, there's no way. Because, and, and when I say red flag, I'm speaking about something that she didn't tell me about, right? Because, like, like I said last time during our dating, we kind of put a lot of things on the table. So many of the things that, that could be potential red flags for some or even myself, um, she she was clear and made me aware of uh, before we got deep into the relationship. So when I say I was looking for a red flag, I mean, I was looking for like that thing that was like, hold up. OK, yeah, this this might not this might not work. You know, there's something that she didn't tell me about I'm just this. Just a perfect woman, though. Like, and no I just like, <laughs> like from like for months, I'm like, okay, like things are great. She's cool. I like her. And in my head, I'm like, but I'm like, I'm waiting for that one thing to to make me be like, yeah, I knew it. And like it, I knew this was honestly, just too. Honestly, like we had our things, but because like they weren't like hidden things, like mm-hmm. we were very straight straightforward with it, um, and and that involves like. The craziness with our exes, mm-hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> the um, you know children situation, um, and um, you know financial, all of that. Like we never really, for the most part, hid any of that information from each other. We were just like, "Hey, hey I'm broke." Um, no. <laughs> um, and I, but I also think like what got us through is that me or you we've never had easy true we've never had easy so the fact that like i can be with this person be my total and full self and like we're not like going off on each other there was no like drama within ourselves Mm -mm. and that we're okay with to external factors who are you know, messing with our vibe and our peace, we're okay to be like, okay, cool. We don't need to be around that. Yeah. Or whatever. Where, like, I know in my last marriage, it, there was no choice. They were like, oh, no. There's, you know, we have to be around this. And I'm like, no, we have a choice. Like, yeah. we don't have to necessarily be in the drama. Yeah. Or whatever. So it's like, you just had a, you have a mind of your own, which I love. And, um, but it's not even like, 
well, sometimes you're stubborn. <laughs> I can't. Gonna lie, not I can't go yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but <clears throat> you're very open-minded and you are willing to try new ways to make it work. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and that's what like I wanted, you know, I don't, I can't have somebody that's just stuck in their ways or yeah. stuck in culture or things like that. Yeah. I mean, but it was the same for me though. Cause I mean, you're the same way. Like, so, and I think that's another reason why I was drawn to you and why, like, especially once I got a chance to meet you and things like that, everybody else was off the table because it was one of those situations where I just truly felt like, like mentally we were on the same level. I mean, I really felt like you were were above me, but I'm like, that's, that's good. Cause you know, cause that, that means I have, I can, I can grow and elevate. Like this is somebody that can teach me. And, and, and that was, that was another thing that I got in our conversations. Like you were, when we would talk about certain topics, comment, there, there were just things you would share with me that I was like, I didn't know that. Okay. Mm. So I'm learning, mm. you know, and, and, um, and just in our relationship over time has been proven that, uh, that that's, that's something that's been continuous. You, you've kind of helped to, uh, elevate my standards. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and, and but the, and, not to cut you off, but the thing like full circle, like it just literally came in my head. So yeah, I may have elevated your standards, and you you know, and you're thinking, yeah, like you know, she's a little above me or whatever. But I think the beautiful part of this is that you elevated my standards of myself. Mm. You you kind of like not put me on a pedestal. Um, well, but you have, (laughs) but I'm able to make some mistakes on this pedestal, right? But no, it's like, I've never seen myself in a certain light Mm. and I've never felt like truly loved and appreciated. Mm. And like, you're coming here with, Oh, black woman, God, like girl, what you, you know, (laughs) you're the Phoenix and all this. And I'm just like, Whoa, (laughs) yeah, nobody's ever said that to me. And, um, and I think that's also like, which made me easily like fall for you is like, you know, you see me, you see me. Yeah. <laughs> like you literally see me, and not only do you see me, you're every day, every day, you are just like speaking life into me, and it's like you kind of brought me back from like the dead in a sense. Phoenix. Yeah, like you. Yeah, you you see me and you tell me that, and then try hard in your actions to show me that as mm-hmm. well yeah. and that that in itself is amazing yeah i appreciate that yeah i mean but you did the same for me just it was in a different way because like like i told you i i literally didn't think i was going to be able to meet like when <laughs> i came on my divorce listen you all like when i came on my divorce mm-hmm. it was like I, I had my mind made up to be in bachelor mode like I, I did take time to at least know what I was wanting in my next partner, but had no expectation to meet this person anywhere near as quickly as I did. I literally told myself it was going to be at least minimum two years. And I met her like eight months later. We had our baby in two years. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, listen, no, nah, for real. <laughs> nah, yeah, man. So it was, oh, but, but like, man. but for you, like, just, so just like you talked, you talked about like being open minded. Yeah. Like what what made it easy was was the fact that because one of the things that was on my list, um, this is what Matt, is, is I I wanted to be able 
to have open and honest conversation with the person I was with Mm -hmm. and not worry about having to be judged or turn into an argument. You know, because it was one of those things where in my previous relationship, um, it was I I couldn't do those things. I I didn't have that that type of space. Uh, And so what happens is uh, and, and also being young and not 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 knowing better. You develop these, uh, like these. I don't want to say like I don't know. Prejudgment is the right word, but you know how when you're with somebody bias. for a spend, yeah, you have yeah. bias. You're mm-hmm. with somebody for a period of time. You see how they react and respond to certain things, and you just kind of stamp it as automatic. So now, if there's something you want to bring up, it's like I'm not gonna bring it up because if I do, she's just gonna do this, and it's gonna turn into this, yeah. and then we're gonna be doing this, and if it go that way, it's not gonna be good. So you then know? you're like tiptoeing around the person. Or it's like I'm just not gonna bring it up. Yeah, but I'm just not gonna say nothing because it's, it's tiptoeing because like I I felt I mean no I did I went through the same exact thing. Yeah. And it's so hard that like, you know, you want to like fully love this person, but you also want them to fully love like who you are, mm-hmm. and it's like. But you have to like censor yourself. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's like I thought that 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 was it. Yeah. yeah. So look, look, I'm, let me share a quick story with you all, right? Oh wait, do we want to take a break and tell them what we're drinking? Oh, we forgot to mention that. <laughs> we did. Yeah. Not. So yeah. So listen, every episode okay. we yes. always we are always sipping on sipping something. on some wizard, yeah. some spirit. Yeah, and let me tell y'all, it's not that cheap today. Nah. <laughs> No, we probably spent two more dollars. Ah, yeah, but it's it's uh it's um this is Chardonnay. Chardonnay. We're spilling a Chardonnay that has hints of pear. Oh Lord, like he's actually like an expert <laughs> now. Okay, I introduced him to wine. Okay, uh, no, but honestly, y'all don't fall asleep on Audi wine. Okay. Nah, don't uh, sleep what is on it? Audi. What's wine. the brand? Winking Owl. Winking Owl. It's don't fall asleep good. on Audi wine and don't fall asleep. I guess West Coast equivalent would be Trader Joe's. Tra- oh, Don't yeah, yeah. fall asleep on their yeah. wine. Like, nah, for real. Yeah, it's cheap. And it's, but it's good. Yeah. Like, it's good. Yeah. And if you do like a, probably like one of those blind taste tests with, you know, one of the upscale bottles compared to, I, I bet now, you. Now I listen, but we've, we've done it. But we've, we've done it. Now, but we, we, we've, <laughs> we've had expensive bottles that, and, and obviously, you know, when it comes to wine, like anything else, yeah, it's all subjective and based on what you like, because yeah. we've had some expensive bottles that taste like crap. Yeah, we, we've had we've had cheap bottles yeah. that taste amazing. Yeah. So it, it, there was Matt speaking of study. I just um, I don't know if I was on social or whatever, but I saw there was a study recently had a focus group and they actually gave they had three bottles of wine they gave to the group and all they did was put the price. Right. They had the price of each bottle. They had the group taste each bottle, and then they had to rank which one tastes better. Everybody in the group selected the most expensive wine. They said it tastes better than the rest. But guess what? (laughs) All three bottles were the exact same. It was the exact same bottle. (laughs) So, and the whole purpose of the experiment was to just show how, at least here in the States, that you know we're yeah. we're groomed and conditioned to believe that if it costs more, it's better. Yeah. And and, and in many cases that is true, uh, but like I said, it's it, each it depends. On, it's quality. Yeah. It's quality. Yeah. And I think that's like, I think that's something I taught you a little bit. Yeah. The quality of things is so important, and no, it's not going to be all the time the most expensive thing. I mean, if you really look at like rich girl aesthetic or or people that are like old money aesthetic. Mm-hmm. You know, they buy the same stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And it's quality. Mm-hmm. However, it's really like 
it's not as crazy expensive as you think because they're not out there buying like Gucci and Louis Vuitton and all that stuff or are spreading out like like oh I'm wearing this brand or whatever like yeah. they're, they're probably buying like Polo Ralph Lauren Dockers <laughs> Dockers yeah. Birkenstocks Sketchers. and think about it like you're buying quality Birkenstocks they're gonna last you like mm-hmm. over five years right so yeah. it's like you're really not spending they're really not spending that much no but but they always have like this classy aesthetic look mm-hmm. um, and everything is like clean cut and things like that. And, you know, they're not going after the fashion and that's, that's real money right there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they'll every now and then they'll splurge, splurge or something, yeah. but for the most part, you know, they're in their Levi's and yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever true. fits them well that's true. or whatever. I'm, I'm not saying Levi's is high end whatsoever but i'm just saying that like they have their brand and they stick with it so they actually are probably saving more money than than us like buying like cheap fashion or whatever Mm -hmm. like trying to make it look like it's expensive yeah where they buy their one their their custom made jeans or whatever i know i remember there was a shop in oakland where they custom made your jeans to fit you yeah or whatever and it was like an actual i don't even know what you call those people but that actually like yeah like but but it's it's a more like um it's a more prestigious name to it okay. like than a tailor and they and they build the jeans to fit you but like they last like almost like they guarantee like a lifetime but you know they last mm-hmm. because they're good quality jeans with the raw materials and like they are made to fit you and that's rich aesthetic right there. No, it is. I mean, it's custom fit for you. <laughs> yeah. You spend the money yeah. on it and it, it lasts, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. Eventually, we're going to get on that level. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, so where are we at in this story? Oh, dang. You know, we're all over with this story. All over the place. Um, but, yeah. So, I, you know, COVID, we got. So, the and game again. Hashtag. Yeah. The and game. Actually, I don't even know if that's a hashtag. But that game has literally transformed our lives. And we. And uh, I don't know, everything was just so like, I don't want to be like cliche, but like poetic, right? Mm-hmm. Like COVID brought us together. We love to talk. We love to conversate. We, we had do. nobody to conversate with during Each COVID, other. right? And we didn't get annoyed. Right. And we just talked. And But it was like joyful. It was like we had been in these marriages where we were silenced. And then all of a sudden we meet this person that mm. wants to hear everything and we yeah. want to eat. And it's just like, we just word vomited. I feel yeah. every nah, day, really, really. every day. It was like a word vomit. Really? Like I, and it, and it was, it was cool too, because like, you know, every time you see me, I'd be dressed up to the T I'd have full face of makeup and, mm. and everything. But like, I came here and I was like, Hey, no makeup and yep. I'm gaining weight. Like, yep. <laughs> and my edges, like my, my braids or whatever. So it's like, um, we got comfortable. Yeah. We truly got comfortable and there was no like uncomfortability in being comfortable. If that makes any sense. No, not at all. Like you were like, I, I remember you were like, damn girl, like you woke up looking like this. And I was like, I don't have no makeup on. Like what you talking about? Like, yeah, but yeah. you were like, man, if this is how you wake up, listen, like, yeah. Listen, hey, look, like, yeah, <laughs> shit, look the makeup, like it's, Everybody knows makeup is an enhancement. All right, she don't need it. I'm not gonna tell her not to wear it though. <laughs> but it's good, you know, like because because listen, let's be honest. I love makeup. There's like, some makeup people out there. A, there's some form. people out there that 
the makeup, they imposters. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and and like I said, you know, yeah. for me, I want to be attracted to the person I'm with. Yeah. Um, I want to be able to wake up to this person every day and be attracted to Like, I don't want to meet this person out at wherever I meet this person and they look bomb with the makeup and in the morning or when I see them without it, mm -hmm. they don't even look like the same person. And I think like, okay, so as a woman that loves makeup, I, you know, I love like doing all the contouring and yeah. all that. Like, I feel like I, when I go and do my makeup, it's a work of art, right? Yeah. But at the same time, um, I can understand how women can be like, you know, I beat my face, my face looks bad. Um, but then they're like, um, almost kind of shy because like they did this beautiful work of art on their face, but then they take off their makeup and then it's like insecurities, you know? Cause like when, without your makeup, there's everybody has like insecurities, insecurities, insecurities. So when you like, for me, when you told me like, you don't need the makeup or whatever, um, I'm thinking first you just being nice to me. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're still hungover from the wine that we drank that <laughs> night. <laughs> but, um, but you had a way of just like, I don't know. Like, it was just something. Like, eventually, like, I believed you or mm -hmm. whatever. And then through me believing you, I started to see it for myself. Yeah. But there is an actual fear. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I am the only girl. But, like, I'm like, okay, great. You know, I beat my face. I'm looking high or whatever. And I know I look good because I beat my face. Like, yeah. <laughs> but then like the makeup comes off, you know, the the, the push up bra comes off, mm. <laughs> the waist trainer. I never wore waist trainers, but like yeah. sometimes you wear those little spanks, they yep. come off, and you're just like, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's like you remember that movie. I'm gonna get you something yeah. when the girl she take her leg off, yes. take the book. Yes. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, it's but see, so from a male, see, and this is a good topic of discussion. We need to make this whole episode. I know. But from a male right perspective. It's one of the things where it's like, you know, I feel like this. And we'll just go with the cliche kind of scenario, right? You're at a club or a bar, mm -hmm. right? So for a guy, when you see a woman, she's kind of like looking her best, right? Makeup, outfit. When a woman sees a guy, in most cases, like his like his face is his face. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right, now, right. now, Now, we dudes, we can lie in other ways. More like, you know, maybe, maybe... We have on a certain type of Cash. outfit. Maybe we're driving a certain kind of car that might not be ours. Right, you know, right. like so. So there, there are ways that men lie and finesse too. But when it comes to oh, oh there's our timer. Times up. But when it comes to to just we're just saying looks, mm -hmm. just just the facial. When I go out and see a woman, like great. Mm -hmm. Hopefully she looks that way when she takes makeup or looks yeah. close to it. Yeah. When you see a dude like how he looked. He gonna look like that in the morning. Like his beard not gonna change. I mean, his... he might have like some dried up drool on his. You know what I mean? But like, but what you see, what you get. For yeah, the face. yeah. No, and, for the most part. I mean? But I mean, it's a lot of pressure on women. It really yeah. is. Like in yeah. this, especially in the society that we live in, and especially being in a capitalistic society, yeah. where um, there is this standard of beauty that has been kind of manufactured. It's a lot of pressure on women. Like I feel bad. I feel I, I have empathy for women out there dating. Because there's just a lot of things that goes through your head. It really is. It really is. And yeah, you want to look beautiful and you want to mm -hmm. dress up for this person that you're going on a date with. But at the same time, like, if that's who they felt like fall in love with or whatever, like, then there's a pressure to like, 
there was this article where this woman woke up 4 a.m. before her husband woke up mm-hmm. to beat her face. Hashtag, but, <laughs> but no, to beat her face because she was not secure in, you know, how she naturally looked. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to always be the person that her husband fell in love with. Yes, she would put on makeup would, before you woke up. Yeah. Like, and that's crazy. That's a lot. That's crazy. That's a lot I would never want my daughter to do that. That's heavy. Never want my daughter to do that. And, but, um, I think we are lucky in a sense to now kind of be in a culture where, you know, we are seeing a variety of different women yeah, and, uh, shapes and sizes, spaces and all that stuff. And that's, but that's not how we grew up, me and you, like there was a standard of beauty. Yeah, there was. And if you were not that, you probably felt insecure about yourself. Yeah. So, um, I'm kind of grateful that like, you know, my daughters are seeing and sons are seeing more of a variety of real people and it being highlighted as, you know, you are beautiful as you are mm-hmm. because that definitely was not around when oh, we were. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. Nah, yeah. Nah. So, I mean, people my age and stuff, like, there is a fear. Like, I, I, especially if you don't know self, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to be doing all these crazy things to try to attract people. Or whatever, yeah. Or, or, um, and uh, it's only because it's been deeply rooted. Conditioning. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what we've been taught and that's all we know. But we're going to pause there. Okay. <laughs> we're going to do a part three of how we... Come. I know, right? No, but we need to hop into these questions here. All right. I'm going to so, let you do the thing because they, they were like long questions. Yeah. Okay. So so we have two more. Going into our question segment. And so this one, this first one, actually, I'm, we're going to do this one second. Let me go to the second one. We'll you know what second. I would like, though? Um, I would like the listeners to write us their most their, their worst dating experience i That'd think that would be, cool. be really cool yeah yeah tell us your worst dating experience and um yeah give us all the details give yeah us all the details make it juicy and we'll have a conversation Me, yeah, yeah we'll have a conversation yeah. about it so, and so, kind of like analyze it or whatever but yeah give us your most juiciest um, worst dating worst experience. Worst dating experience. Real quick, what was yours in a nutshell? In like, a nutshell? Real quick, yeah. What was your worst dating oh, experience? Man, babe. I don't this even is know. Just one, just one. Like, I mean, how many, besides, how many, have you besides had more than one? the baby coming to the first date. Okay, that's pretty bad. <laughs> that's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, no, let me think. Uh, I'm going to let you go ahead. Do you, what's your worst? So I, I think, I think, so my worst dating experience, I believe, man, was probably... Right, huh? We, yeah, we got to yeah, think about that. Tough. We'll it's do it tough. the next episode. Okay, 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 we'll do that. Yeah, because yeah. I really got to think. I mean, there was this one guy like I went on a date with, and um, and then like we were making out, and he started drooling. But I think I still have worse ones than that. Dang, yeah. he started drooling. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's bad. All right, let's hop into these questions. All right, so I'm going to do the second question first. All right, so the second question is from Adrian. All right. Hey, Adrian. So she wants to know. Uh, well, I'll just, I'm going to just read it how she wrote it. She says, can you all discuss recognizing and addressing certain habitual selfish patterns mm. from your spouse or partner when it comes to your personal success and accomplishments? Read that one more time. Yeah. Cause, um... Can you two discuss... 
recognizing and addressing certain habitual selfish patterns from your spouse or partner when it comes to your personal success and accomplishments. So I guess what she's really asking is, is maybe how do you deal with that situation? Because she didn't really so ask a question. is it kind of like I'm jealous because my spouse is more su successful than me? Is that kind of, I mean, that's kind of where I'm getting. Oh, I mean, I'll let you kind of speak on what you think uh, first. Then. All right. So first of all. Because she's not really, she didn't really ask a question. Right. She wanted to discuss kind of, the yeah. topic. So I don't so know. I think she might be asking how here, to deal with here's it. What, here's how I heard it or whatever. Um, so first she used the word spouse. Okay. Right? So I think um, this kind of goes what we were talking about last week, the division. Okay. Right? You and your spouse are supposed to be partners. Mm -hmm. So whatever your spouse brings in or whatever accomplishment. Comp <laughs> but anyway, whatever um, accomplishments your spouse brings in, uh -huh. that's your accomplishment too, right? True. So what? why is there this division and why is there this like competition when you guys are supposed to be on the same team? See, and, and that, that could be what she is trying to understand. Yeah. Because what I picked up from it is what she's saying is her spouse. Yeah. Apparently she's identified or she's noticing these habitual selfish patterns I'm, that he's, I guess, displaying towards her, mm, uh, okay, or, or okay. that her, I just say her spouse is displaying towards her yeah. when it comes to her accomplishments. And so she's so like, the spouse might be jealous of her. That's what I'm thinking. The that's what I'm, I'm okay. thinking. That's what she, she's saying. And she, and even though she didn't ask the question, I'm thinking she's wanting to know, how like, to deal with how to deal with something yeah. like that. So, um, yeah, that's kind of heavy because it's like, okay, so one, why is your spouse? Um, having this division, same thing. Mm -hmm. There's this division, and why is he not feeling like a full man? Because you are, and I don't mean to like say it like that. Like I don't mean to be like he's not a man, but he's feeling like he's not a man. Mm -hmm. Because why else would you be je jealous of your spouse for being successful when that highlights you as well? Mm -hmm. So there's something he's lacking, and that has not been communicated clearly in the relationship. Yeah. And and that's kind of why I was going with it because so, so one, I, I think you just identify one, one concern or issue mm -hmm. is he, maybe he doesn't even view it that way. Right. 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 So that's, that's, that's one issue. He's not even viewing her success as being a part of his. Mm -hmm. And I think that also in a situation like that, I'm not sure if she has, but, but, she may need to sit down with him and try to understand or maybe speak to him about these patterns that, that she's noticing. Uh, now, the key is how you go about doing it. That's what, I, that's what I was thinking, you, too, like, because you don't want to be he like, already sounds hostile, so I would not want to sit down with him by myself. Like That's something that I would definitely say, like, you need a third party to get, the, to get everything across. And that, I mean, it sounds like y'all need counseling. But, but, well, I would definitely agree. Yeah, Counseling can help. a third person always kind of, like, alleviates that's true. The, the harshness the conversation that's true. you go into. That's true. Because you have, like, this person that, that is in the room with you guys and, mm -hmm. and is uh, indifferent mm -hmm. and hearing both sides and able to kind of translate, you know, to, the, to either side yeah. what's going on. And if you feel that your spouse is being negative towards your success... 
there's already tension in the room. Yeah, because in my mind, I'm thinking like, I'm trying to think of a scenario. Like, let's just say, for example, there's a, a success or an accomplishment that she she uh, achieves, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe she comes home to let him know, mm -hmm. right? Hey, this, this, and this happened. Yeah. So in my head, I'm trying to think, what is that? Like, because what, what is the habitual selfish pattern? Happy. No, but what I'm saying is, when when you play it out from her vent, like what is she like? Is it something that he's saying? Is it something that he's doing? So like, what 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 is the pattern that you're noticing? Like so like in my mind, hey babe, it's guess like what? This sorry, thank <laughs> you. this happened today, uh -huh. and he says, like, is he saying stuff like, oh, that must be nice, you know? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. oh, that must be nice. What yeah. you telling me for? Yeah. Like, am I supposed to care? Yeah. So are, are you getting that kind of response? Or is it a situation where he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for you. But he's not happy. And, again, I, I just said, saying? he's not happy where mm -hmm. he is. So, why is that? What What's going on in his world? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you're getting all these, you're, you're successful, you're getting all, you have all these accomplishments or whatever, and you're feeling on top of the world, and you're coming home to share, you know, with the love of your life. But he's not receiving it as excited for you or whatever so one there's a lot of things one it could be miscommunication in you know how he perceives excitement versus how you perceive excitement Ooh, okay right that's true you that's know how, possible like love languages how do you need to be loved that's true so she may be looking for these words of affirmation mm. and he's just like i'm spending time with you listening to it okay you know what i'm saying so there's a disconnect because you guys are not understanding how you're communicating. Cause so, so she may have an expectation exactly. for how she's looking for him to respond right. and he's not. So yeah. she's taking it And has she communicated that with him? Gotcha. But on the flip side, are you rubbing the success in his face? And mm. is that how he's feeling? Okay. That's is he legit. feeling like I'm not a man because my wife is doing, you know, X, Y, and Z and I'm not happy at this job. Mm -hmm. And, but you know, I'm, paying bills and mm -hmm. I feel stuck mm -hmm. and she's able to live her life. You know what I'm saying? So it's like communication. So there's some it details always, that's it, missing. It, 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 it comes down to communication. It comes down to being honest with your partner. Mm -hmm. And if you're not happy, uh, either side, there has to be a conversation met. But if you're asking a question to us and not having that conversation with your partner, there's a disconnect. Got you. I think I think that sums it up. So yeah. I, I'm gonna just say yeah. So listen, have that conversation. If you if you're not in the place where you feel like you can therapy, yeah. get a third person involved. Yeah. We bring up some great points yeah. because yeah, because it could be a miscommunication. It could be like because there are there are some details that aren't here. Right. Because I mean, because if if she is rubbing it in like mm -hmm. you know listen, like what you bringing home you know yeah I mean? you know then, something, then I can you know like, something yeah, yeah, what so, you doing <laughs> yeah I'm, i did this this and this and i got this, this, this what third. you bringing home yeah, yeah. No. i got a doctorate yeah. what, you, you got a little associate's yeah. degree yes yeah, so, yeah. okay so i don't want to so judge i don't want to judge either party okay but communication needs to be had i agree and on top of that um if somebody is unhappy they should be able to feel comfortable with saying, Hey, you know, I'm not happy in life. Maybe you can support me a little more so mm -hmm. I can, you know, have these successes as well. And no, it's not going to look like me bringing home the big check all the time. Yeah. But in the long run, I'm happy. You're happy. That's only going to elevate us. True. So. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. That's being able to fit into 
be able to feel like you can you can do that. Yeah. And not be criticized. Yeah. Not be just, yeah. I mean, everybody deserves to feel happy and everybody deserves to feel whatever success means to them. Mm-hmm. And even though you're in a partnership, you know, both it's only going to elevate when both parties yeah. are, you know, happy, you know? Okay. So, that's All my right. take on that. No, that was good. That was good. And I'm so let me go back to the first one. Which was where is it? Yeah, I think that I, I know. I'm, I apologize. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm, I had them in my phone. Oh, yeah, you know, like, yeah, now. we're trying to get organized. I apologize because you know, people like people send send the questions, and there, there's so many different yeah. topics. I mean, we usually are that are interesting good at to discuss before we start the show. Wait, oh, we only had one show. Yeah, I know, right? I was good at writing. Yeah, it down. <laughs> and see that. See what I'm saying? That was the difference. She, you were in charge of the questions she just, this week. She wrote it down. Yeah, and um, um I did but not. Y'all like. Um, add in the comments like what you thought about that question you know go ahead and and, and write your perspective on that um, because we really want anybody that asks us a question to succeed and yeah, the question was real. asked for a reason and we appreciate um, Adrian right? Adrian yeah for sending us that question um, and, and letting us like dissect it and you know if you if you need some personal help from us, you know, we you can always reach us at hashtag, no, not hashtag Instagram type of jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have an email yet? Mm, we should probably get one of those. We probably should. That would yeah. be important. Oh, we're, it's, we're it's literally... actually it is. It's, it's sorry. It's tie with jazz. So it's t y with j a s at gmail dot com. Yeah. Right now. So you know, give us your responses or whatever. Maybe we can do like that. Would be pretty cool to like. Mm-hmm go back to a question and read other readers responses that'd be cool yeah see kind of what what they thought i mean just let us know y'all like what are y'all liking about this episode what are you not liking um i know we're still kind of in our introduction phase and and getting into who we are um oh also if you have a good wine or good a beer or hey you know what i've been wanting to try moonshine we're in the south if you got some moonshine send it our way (laughs) (laughs) nice plug right right but, all right, all right, so we got so, our next question. Yeah, all so right. so this was in, so this is from so from Angela. Angela. All right, and once again, I'm gonna just read it the way it was sent. And so the the, the question or the comment is this: same thing. Can you two talk about the comparison effect of social media mm-hmm. in relationships? Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna say it one more time. Can you two talk about the comparison effect of social media. So once again, this one is not in the form of a question. Uh, they just want us to discuss the topic. So yeah. I'm, I mean, I guess we can take it however we want to. I, I'll, so, I'll. You want to start? Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so social media, especially for millennials, I'm gonna speak on millennials. Social media has been a a very um, hard thing that we have had to navigate because we are literally the first generation that has been that social media has been pushed in our face and has shown highlights of people's lives in such a positive way that if we are having a crappy day it makes us feel like shit (laughs) seriously and but social media like we were the guinea pigs for social media if you think about it because we had myspace 
Oh Black man, Planet, he took it way back. Right. Oh, Black oh. Planet was. But no, but we were the children of yeah. the. We were not only the children of like the social media age. We we're the children of like. Computers, it's the internet. Computers. The internet. internet. AOL. Yeah, I, I, yeah, like because I always say we 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 came up during the transition. Yeah, no, we came up. When the aliens took over it. No. Yeah, nah, for real. Like we, we got that. We can, All of a sudden, we, we went from playing uh, uh, Atari. No, 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 and, not what? Atari. What's that? Arcade. No, no, no. What was that game where uh, they were? We were in the wagon. Uh, Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. That was a floppy. Like, freaking. Come on now. Yeah, that was the come floppy disk. Yo, the alien came down and gave us the yo, technology. Listen, I couldn't wait to get my work done in school oh so God. I can hop on the Mac and, the I, Macintosh yeah. computer. Like, it was just the, the arrows. With the it was floppy just the disk. arrows. Yeah. The floppy disk. Yeah. yeah, man. Let me get uh, on and that all of a sudden, now we're in virtual yeah. reality. Yeah, everybody and we're not dying even in our trail. 50s yet. Like, nope. we, we have been through such a technological transformation. We are the guinea pigs of it all. Yeah. Honestly, we are. And we are the 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 um, age group where suic- a lot of suicides have happened mm-hmm. because of social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're the age group where uh, bullying was like on thirty because cyberbullying. Cyberbullying, yeah. like we we're the ones that are, um, you know, with the um, you know, L L G. I'm sorry if I L G B T Q. But like we're the ones that um, went through their stories of being hanged on fences and stuff like that for coming out to their parents and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and we were able to get that information so quickly because we were the kids of that generation or whatever. So then that's like how the whole, like, you know, I'm coming out of the closet movement that started with us, like, well, online, online. Yeah. Yeah. I should say that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a whole, it was a digital movement and transition because being like proud, like the gay pride parade that wasn't around really before, you know, we came, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just a lot of transition. Yeah, it it, 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 it blew are, up yeah. with the internet. So we had access to information. I say, like, our parents went through, like, I'm Black and I'm Proud and, and Black Panther and all that. We went through, like, oh, this world's a little more colorful than that or yeah. whatever. And, um, you know, the presidencies that we went through, um, um, the sexual assaults and all that, mm-hmm. even still popping up now. Like, yeah. people we listened to in our childhood, we were bumping their music. Yeah. Are now, like... On yes. trial, yeah. Like we were loving them when they were peeing on people. Like that's wrong. But you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's and and it's and it's hurtful because it's like we grew up and the feel goods are from this. Music. Like R. Kelly. Like come on now. Like hey, listen. Step in the name listen. I don't. Hey, look, man. The music is still the music. Uh, I don't, you know. But, but, right. Hey, I'm sorry. But, but they are destroying our childhood. With it all, Cosby Show destroyed our childhood. Like we can never look at Cosby the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, maybe not him. Yeah, but no, that's destroying our childhood. Like psychologically, mentally, like that's affecting us, even though we don't know it. I mean, these are all the good things, Martin. All that. These are all the good things that we finally see these black people on TV, right? Yeah. And now we're older, and they are killing them. Lauren Hill can't even show up to a concert on time. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. all of our people that we idolized in a sense yeah. or whatever in this new age of social media mm-hmm. um, are all like dropping dead right now. 
Yeah. Pretty much, right? Yeah. So, I forgot the question. <laughs> I know. It's all good. It's all good. Um, so, the comparison with social media. Um, it's a struggle. I'm not even going to lie. Because I see, even to this day, like, you know, I love my husband, love my family or whatever. But, like, I see these girls getting, like, these long stem roses. And, and I'm a very romantic person. And I love, like, romantic setups and stuff like that mm-hmm. like the girls that are getting flown out to like bali or thailand or these romantic like dates on the beach and 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 they're looking cute they're freaking skinny and looking cute in their fashion nova dress probably um or you know they're coming home to like this brand new car or whatever but i think what you have to learn how to do in the social media world is center yourself and ground yourself, right? I believe you can manifest everything that you see and want. I absolutely do. So instead of seeing these this the social media and stuff as like, damn, like, ugh, I wish that was me or whatever, see it as, hey, you know, let me add that to my vision board because something attracted me to that picture and I can have that too. So just like kind of, raising your vibration and instead of saying like oh like I'm sad like this is not happening to me I want this and this girl looks so hot and blah 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 why don't you do like imposter syndrome and be like okay this girl can have it I can definitely have it and kind of put yourself in that like mental picture of that happening and and transform your life like you know we see things and we get inspired by them, right? Don't see it as a negative way. Just get inspired and, you know, upload your life. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to come at this from a more technical okay. perspective. Okay. Because, so like, just with my background in, in digital marketing mm. and things like that, and understanding how, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody listening right now should know, hopefully you know, that these platforms have algorithms right the algorithms are essentially a reflection of the content that you consume the whole purpose of these social media platforms is to keep your attention to keep you on the platform right so that you can see ads people can pay money for the ads and things of that nature so to get to this question when you're talking about social media and comparison and 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 i'll just answer it not just for relationships but even just for people who may be single personal goals whatever the case may be yeah I think that it's just a matter of understanding that in most cases, generally speaking, most of what you're looking at on social media is a person's highlight reel, right? So, 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 so with, so with that being said, I think that if you're looking, if you're on social media and you're following content that's related to relationships right so if you're in a relationship mm. and you're looking at how to be more like how to be more romantic or if you're looking at content about romantic dates or how to do this or how to do this for your partner and yeah. vacation so and there's nothing wrong with that but it's like when you're looking at that content are you looking and i think this is what you were touching on yeah. are you looking and watching this content in the mindset of 
jealousy. Yeah, like jealousy, like or envy, like man, I wish I had this. I'll never get this. My husband will never do this for me. My old girl would never do this for me. And see, and here's what I'm saying. What I what I would say is, if if you're in a state or if you're in a place where when you watch social media, you're you're kind. Because I'm not gonna sit here and say like you should never compare. That's just unrealistic. Like even I do it. Like I see things like yo, I want to draft my girl. I wish I, I wish I could. I wanted. So it's gonna happen. Your woman. Because it because it because because <laughs> here's the thing, social media. On the flip side of it, it exposes you to things you may not know about, yeah. right? So you might be on social. To your point, you might mm-hmm. see somebody take their girl on a date or take their husband on a date, and I didn't even know that was possible. Like yeah. I didn't even, I would never, I would never thought of that as a date idea or a place to go or something yeah. like that. So it, it can, and like you said, it can inspire you to do certain things, want to go explore and travel. So I think what you have to do when you're looking at social, if you find yourself in comparison mode the majority of the time then I think you need to look at yourself mm-hmm. and find out why am I always comparing me or myself to them and if 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 seeing that makes you feel bad then I think you need to ask yourself are you feeling bad because you don't believe you can make it happen yeah. and then dig deeper is is the stuff you're watching is that stuff that you can make happen or are you depending on somebody else to make it happen for you yeah right so there's layers to this whole comparison thing and i think it's important that you have to kind of almost keep yourself aware of where you are when you're watching it yeah and honestly like um so there's like all these things about like don't be jealous blah blah blah. yeah i think it's okay to be jealous honestly it's a little bit it's okay to be a little jealous Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is what are you doing with that jealousy? So if you do see something that you're like, you're like, damn girl, I wish I had that. Are you making it happen? And do you think you have the ability to make it happen? Now, we are very big into manifestation and very big in we can have the life that we want. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Are we struggling? Yes, we're still working. We're human, right? Yeah, we're still working through the, the blockages that we have, our shadow work and things like that. But you can absolutely have the life that you want, like truly. So if you see something and you feel a twinge, a twitch of like jealousy, Mm -hmm. that's something you want. So therefore, figure out how you're going to make it happen. Yeah, I heard you have all the capability to make it happen. No, that's true. Because I heard somebody say one time that they're frustrated. So like, so for instance, if if you let's say if you feel jealous and then you feel frustrated. Yeah. But I remember hearing somebody say one time that. That frustration is a sign that there is something that you need to fix. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know what is. I mean? So, yeah. for instance, right? If let's just say, for example, if maybe it's fashion, maybe it's clothes, maybe it's travel, maybe it's shoes, money, whatever it may be for you. If if you're on social and you see something that makes you feel jealous, or you see it and you get frustrated, pause. Like, you know ask it like and kind of just understand why why am i feeling this way right so why is it that when i see this young lady on the beach and she's just walking away from the camera but this view is so beautiful like why is it making me feel that now if it's making you feel inspired like i gotta go hold it i mean still good to understand why but i'm more concerned about the people who who watch social media content and it becomes something that potentially or eventually 
destroys or damages what they're in yeah. versus using it as a, like you can see something and be like, man, I wish my husband would do this for me. Yeah. But instead of going to him being like, why you don't never do this for me? Can you say, hey, look. Yeah, I was watching this on Instagram. And I was very, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I was and like, yo, I, I think it would be awesome yeah. if we could do something like this. So right? Why didn't you enjoy doing like, this like, you know what I mean? Like that that's a whole different type of conversation <laughs> yeah. than going to him like why and, and see and espe I, especially if he don't know where it's coming from. Right. 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 So he come home from work, whatever the case may be, and you on his neck, like or you might just be mad in the mood. Yeah. Right? What's wrong with you? Nothing. You sure? <laughs> you sure nothing's wrong? You okay? And then come to find out you pissed at him. Because you saw this video and it made you feel some kind of yeah. way because he hasn't done it for you. And, and like, so, and, and instead of you, hey, like, like I said, having that positive spin, like, hey, babe, I think we could do or shoot, check this video out. Can, yeah. You know, I think we should plan for something like this. You mad for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. He come home, don't know why you mad. And, and then, then once it comes out, yeah, because like, you don't ever, I'm over against here. Each other. Yeah, and so. that's the thing that I think is key yeah. in relationships. Like, nobody's a, well, except for me, I'm psychic. <laughs> but nobody no, she is really, psychic, I though. am psychic. <laughs> you need a reading. But, um, <laughs> nobody's really a mind reader. So if you can't read your, your spouse's mind, what makes you think that they can read yours? Mm -hmm. Right? Um, That's why we're so big on communication. And I know it's we're in the age, and again, millennials, we are the, um, the guinea pigs of this. Yeah. We're in the age where... They told us everything is supposed to happen at a snap of the finger. Mm -hmm. But that's not how communication works. You have to communicate with your partner. And and there's people like, oh, it's so, you know, unromantic when I have to tell my, you know, husband or boyfriend, like, what to do or whatever. But if you don't start somewhere, then how mm -hmm. are they going to know what to do later? And it's, it's like you have to say something. Yes. For them to even get in the direction mm -hmm. of what you want or whatever. Yep. And, yeah, it's not sexy. I get it. It's not sexy to be like, hey, babe, you're going to have to bring me more flowers or whatever. Yeah. But let me tell you, the benefit of this is the benefit of you being honest and letting your partner know is that one day you are going to come home to the flowers that you want. And then you don't you don't have to say it anymore. Right. But a conversation and communication has to be had. Mm -hmm. You have to be honest with your partner. Tell your partner what you want. Mm -hmm. If you're a bougie bitch, be a bougie bitch and tell your partner. Yeah. Right? How are they going to... You can't know. And, 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 and that's why, like, when it comes to the whole communication piece, I think it's also important to, like, d define things. Right? D like, sit down with your person and, and define things. Understand, because mm -hmm. romance to him may look different in romance to you. Yeah, because everybody has their separate love You know, fun to fun to him might be may it's a whole different thing than fun to you. Yeah. You know, intimacy, like you know, so it's important to, to define these things so you can be clear on it as well. All right, we're gonna have to wrap this up because we're almost going to two hours. But for real. Ooh. Um I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Got kind of deep. Yeah. Off track. A bit. Back on track. Yeah. But that's how this thing but is going to go. Yeah. Yeah. If you have any questions or you have any stories for us, we love the stories. Man. Give us the tea. Um, Ty with Jazz, T Y. With J A S at, at gmail.com. Gmail Hit us up. Give us your story. Um, 
let us know what you love. Let us know what you hated about the episode. Or, hey, you know what? Tell yeah, we appreciate the tell feedback. Tell us off. Yes. We don't care. We don't give a fuck. I got him. He got yes. me. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes, yes. But no, um, yeah, but, you know, we are rooted in love and we just want to see everybody else rooted in love. And you can have everything that you want in this life. Yes. Legit. Yeah, no, for real. Don't give up. Don't. 